Marquis podcast, and boy, we are here for an exciting episode of When Calls the Hallmarkies. We recap uh, When Calls the Heart, and we have an all-star panel with us. I'm Rachel. Amber's here. Hello, everyone. And we have our very good friend who was just on our Lifetime podcast, aired on Monday, the posted on Monday. We have Amy Lynn Craig. Amy, our friend, uh, is here to give her point of view on this very dramatic episode. Hi there. <laughs> and uh, then we have Ruth Hill. Hi. Nice to see you guys. Lots to talk about. I mean, who knew an episode where, where <laughs> Robert and Cody baked a cake could be so controversial, but... <laughs> We are, we are getting ready to, to dive into it. And so this is obviously very spoiler filled. And, uh, and so if you haven't seen the episode, watch it and then come and listen to us because we're going to spoil it for you. Um, and we're not going to bury the lead. So they end big announcement. The Mountie comes in and, and his, and Elizabeth says, you know, tell me if he's, he's still alive. And she said, and he says, I'm sorry, ma'am. And it's devastating, absolutely devastating. And the Hardys are devastated. And so we're going to try to give as many perspectives as we can about this. We're going to try to talk it out. We're going to try to create a safe space for all the Hardys to deal with this traumatic event uh, in their favorite show. So, so each of us is going to sort of share our opinions about what happened. And then we're just going to hash it out and we're going to share a bunch of comments for people on, uh, on our various social media and, uh, and some of our other friends, what they thought. And, uh, and then, yeah, if you want to put in the comments section or on Twitter, let us know what you think. If you think one of us is totally wrong or totally right or everything else, then let us know and it will be really fun. So to talk about. Okay. So I'm going to start. So for me, I was live tweeting it. And I, I was really shocked when it happened. And you know, like when you think about it in a nuts and bolts kind of way, it makes sense because I think we could all kind of tell that Daniel Lissing was disengaging a little bit and that he was probably going to be moving on from the show. Um, but here's what I think. The, I feel like When Calls the Heart is a very kind of romantic show, not in the sense of a romance, in the sense of like the romantic, romantic era of writing and, uh, and poetry. Uh, it's, and, and that's something like Wordsworth and these kind of things where everything's very like beautiful and slow and, and uh, about feelings. And so to me, that's sort of the tone and the feel of When Calls the Heart. And so I think if they wanted to kill off Jack, or if they had to kill off Jack, I think what would have fit the tone and feel of the show is to have him like get scarlet fever or something like that. And for Elizabeth to be there at his dying bed and for him to say his last words of love. And that's sort of like more of a, a romantic kind of thing. And I think that the biggest problem that they had that made this especially just so terse at the end of an episode tagged on it really just felt it felt kind of cold and uh it felt not in keeping with the tone of the show and i think especially because if they had let's just say they had gotten married in like season two 
And so people had spent like two years with them, like as a couple, blah, blah, blah. But I think because they just got married, I think it feels, it feels more like we were cheated or the Hardys were cheated out of this relationship that they built up so long. And uh, so I think that's why it really upset people. And I mean, I'm not like the most insane Hardy in the world, but even me, I felt kind of, oh my gosh, I was, I was kind of shocked by it. And so that was my kind of perspective. I just don't, I think it was handled very badly. Why don't you go next? Okay, well, I want to say I agree with you a lot, Rachel. It just felt kind of like tacked on to the end of that episode, and it just didn't seem like the right way for that. Like, if they have to kill him off, it didn't seem like the right way for them to kill him, to kill off Jack. So I was a little, like, thrown off, but, you know, I feel like with this, it would have been the perfect way to end the series if Jack... Jack dying would have been the perfect way to end the series, but since there's a sixth season, I don't know what they're going to do, because my, what I was thinking was, it's kind of like it's coming full circle, because Elizabeth came into the town when they had all just lost their husbands and fathers, and so I was thinking, oh, well, this could have been a way for them to end the series with Elizabeth, I know it's a depressing way, but with Elizabeth <laughs> losing her husband, just like they did when they started um the series I'm still I still have hope that he's that this was a mix-up or he went missing or something but um I don't know it just I didn't like it it felt tacked on to the end of the episode kind of like an afterthought I wish they would have done some sort of like big death scene of him pa dying from a disease or something like that or but I don't know it just I'm still holding out hope that he's still alive and it was a mix-up. <laughs> okay, so now let's hear from Ruth. Well, I was, I was very shocked. My mom and I both were very shocked watching um, when, when this happened. Um, I think that in one sense, I wasn't... I, I think that there's been a lot of spoilers dropped. Like people kept saying this is going to happen. Actually, they were saying last season, uh, there was a lot of talk going around. Jack's going to die last season. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I have hope. I do have hope that he, and there might be a mix up. I keep going back and forth. Sometimes I think, Oh, there's been a mix up and and Daniel is seeing he'll come back next season and they'll find out that he just was missing in action or something. Uh, then, then they're, then I'll think, no, they're not going to do that. He really is dead. And next season will be the last season. And actually I think that's personally one more season than I expected it to go. I actually did expect uh, this to be the final season. I really fully expected that. So I was actually shocked. Um, when they renewed it for season six, I was actually thinking that that had to be the wedding was such a big deal and, and got such good ratings that I figured that's probably why they renewed it uh, for another season. I do think um, that there's the possibility that they may end with him missing and we may not know until season six and maybe that leaves the door open that it maybe they're still negotiating with Daniel. It's possible. Never know. And 
but regardless i will keep watching the show because there's a lot of strong characters uh whatever happens uh, I do think that in some ways it may have been a publicity thing, and I'm not trying to put the show down. I'm not trying to put the writers down in saying that. They certainly got a lot of buzz as a result of this. And like Hardy's has been, has been trending all over the place. And, and so although people are saying they'll never watch the show again, we all know that most of those people who say they're never going to watch the show again are going to tune in to the finale just because they're curious. So that's my take on it. Sounds good. All right, Amber. Let's hear it. All right. So this is what I'm going to say. I'm mourning. I am in mourning for either one of two things. Either Jack is dead and that's really sad or Jack is alive and the show is just screwing with us and they're dead to me. Like for real. Rachel knows how mad I've been about this all day. Like, I keep going, like, waves of, like, if Jack is dead, I will fully respect that move. I'm like, that's a baller move right there. Like, it, you know how, I've been complaining. There are no stakes to the show. Nothing terrible ever happens. So if Jack dies, boom, stakes. You can have anything happen on this show, because it's, like, hashtag imaginary real life. But, <laughs> no, I'm, I am very very concerned which should make a lot of hardies very happy that they are just screwing with us because okay i watched survivor rachel knows this some people know this and i mean so watching the previously on one calls the heart i was like oh my gosh daniel uh i mean what's his face jack is gonna die when they showed the previously's on because they were doing all of these like extra jack things that didn't need to be there and I was like, oh no, I'm worried because, and they were and like, they kept saying like, oh, Jack's going to come back in two weeks. Jack is so safe. And I'm like, you jinxed him. He's dead, you guys. And so then the guy shows up and he's like, I'm sorry, ma'am. And I was like, I can't, way to go, guys. Well done. Proud of you. And then all of the cast and all of the crew and the producers and Hallmark Channel has been so over the top, like, oh, we are in deep mourning. Oh, it is the saddest, most tragic thing that's ever happened. We as a community need to come together to support each other in this time of trial. And I'm like, um, first of all, there are like legitimate tragedies that require this level of depression. And this is a fictional TV show. So first of all, slow your roll. Second of all, I have not heard from any of the people in the show the word dead or gone. Like, they are tiptoeing around that word like it is, I don't know, a, a mine, and if they step on it, whoops. And, like, if he was really dead, then I feel like they would just, like, say it and be like, good luck on all of your future Avengers, Daniel, we'll miss you, but, you know, whatever, and, like, Elizabeth can get through it, where they're all just like, mm, Elizabeth needs to help in this tough time tough things happen oh sometimes things don't go your way but like they have never said that he's dead and if he is not dead i am going to be furious and i know hardies are going to be like how dare you but first of all it's so manipulative and it's so stupid because first of all i just hate it because i was really proud of them for putting stakes in the show 
And if they just are like, no steaks for you, I'm going to be like, I'm not vegan. Give me steaks. Anyway. Okay. Sorry. I don't know what to say. I'm just like, I keep going back and forth between like super mad about it and super proud. So it's just tough. Yeah. I mean, I think that there is almost no chance that he's still alive. I really do. I, I, I think that that would be a phenomenally stupid thing. And so either he's dead or they're phenomenally stupid and i mean they they don't understand their audience at all i mean this is not this is not the audience to to do that to to play a gotcha on like it's just not at all i i think that would be such a mistake and uh and i i i just i just can't i see i mean because the the mountie the mountie Wait, said okay, side note Mountie, super handsome. I am in love with this new Mountie. I'm like, we got rid of Jack. Let's get this red surge in here. I love that guy. I like. I really hope he's in the next episode because I was on board with that Mountie. Sorry. Side note. Go back to you. Because she says, "Is he still alive?" And he says, "I'm sorry, ma'am. Why would you say that if there's if he's missing or if he's still alive or whatever?" Like. That's, you don't send like a Mountie unless he's like all dead. You don't send like a Mountie to give the news if he's like partly dead. Like you, like if you send a telegram to say, hey, come up and, uh, and, and uh, help, you know, help your husband, whatever. And so I just think that would be the stupidest thing I've ever heard of and could think of. And maybe they'll do something incredibly stupid, but. I, I think there's no chance that he's alive. I really do. Uh, I think uh, I think they just, I don't know. I just can't figure out why they wouldn't make this, the, the finale, make why they would just tag it on to the end of the episode like that. It just felt, it felt disrespectful to the, to the Hardys. It felt disrespectful to the character, to the community. And I'm not even that big of a Jack person. Like I've never been that high on him. And I still felt like it was, it was, I almost felt like they were kind of mad at him for wanting to leave the show. And so they're like, we're going to give you this really sucky ending because you screwed us or something. That's kind of how it felt to me. I don't know. It it reminded me a lot of Matthew Crowley's all too sudden departure from Downton Abbey, which was kind of trying to compare it to like the recent shows that have had deaths of the main like male character. Um, so, like, Grey's Anatomy killed off McDreamy, and Jane the Virgin killed off, uh, I can't remember his name, but her husband, and I was kind of trying to compare what they were saying on social media and the Hardys online Mm -hmm. and everything compared to those two deaths, um, where, like, with McDreamy, he wanted to leave the show, he wanted to leave Grey's Anatomy, and with, I still can't remember Jane the Virgin's husband's name, he got killed off for story purposes Mm because that's supposed to be like a a telenovela and like they kill people off often on telenovelas Mm -hmm. so I was trying to like gauge it and compare it but I feel like it could go either way like I I was trying but I don't know I'm just scared (laughs) I mean some of those shows like I feel like are more I don't know I, I feel like the Grey's Anatomy one they handled that with more sort of melodrama and more like it was a more satisfying ending. Like, I yeah. felt like the reason why I thought of the Matthew Crawley one is because they were definitely sticking it to 
to Dan Stevens. They were upset that he he didn't, and so they were like, how can we give him this like the most lame ending that we can possibly give him? We're gonna have him like die in a car crash after he's just seen his baby. It sucks. And um, and so that's why I kind of thought of that. And um, uh, yeah, but, but at least we got a baby in Downtown Abbey. Like yeah. at least we got a baby. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, yeah. but now just wait. You know, you never know. Elizabeth could be pregnant. Yeah, it, it could possible. be. They had a honeymoon. That That's wouldn't surprise true. me at all. That, that, yeah, it wouldn't, honestly. And I was seeing comments, a lot of comments yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. Some of the various comments that we had on our various social media. So we have um, one of our favorites, Casey South Bliss blog. She says, waiting five years for a beautiful shotgun wedding and then killing Jack off is just thoughtless. Should have sent him to war. World War One doesn't end for another three years. Anyways, also, what the heck? <laughs> we probably aren't seeing a baby for Rosie Lee either this season. I'm just saying, season six better be the culture show. Give them a freaking arc and no two episode arc either. Give them a whole season to shine. Okay, I'm done my rant. Thanks for letting me. <laughs> so what about this idea of... Um, what about this idea that the biggest, I, I really think that the biggest problem that they had was waiting too long for them to get married. I think if they had been married last season, people would be a lot less upset because it would just feel less of a, like a cheat. Um, do you, do you agree, Amber? Well, frankly, the thing that stuck out most to me in that comment was the fact that I agree with her and myself that World War I would have been the best solution yeah. to all of these problems. Yes. Okay, send Jack to World War I. Boom. He can go missing. He can be off at war for, like, years. Right. Years, you guys. Yeah. And that would give them time to see, like, oh, is Dan Listen coming back? Is he not? Does he want to just come in and do voiceover things sometimes? and like do letters, or does he just want to be gone for three years? We can kill him off at any point because he's in a war. Right. Like, oh my goodness. I want to be in the writer's room and just shake them because the only thing that I could justify them saying like, oh, this is why we're not sending anyone to war. It's because we don't want to kill anyone off. But if they kill him off just in like yeah. a training exercise, I am, I'm, I'm so mad about it. I mean, I've already been really mad about World War One. You know this. You know, you know this. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, I'm I so mean, mad about really it. Yeah, I true. Like, uh, if, if you're going to, that would have been, that would have had sort of more of this romantic spirit of this, of just sort of it being sort of epic and bold and, and in that feeling of the show is to have him, you know, die in war and, you know, whatever kind of a thing more than just like, I don't know, what's he going to get? Like, like, it's the same way I'm saying with Matthew Crowley. Like, it was so like, uh, he's just going to die in some random car accident. So lame. Um, so <laughs> going to read some more. Um, so we have um, Hope M at Hopers 44. She says, well, I've been saying that Jack was going to die for a long time. So I'm cool with this. I think it's realistic. I think Aaron can play the heartbreak part well. I also felt like their relationship was so drawn out that something dramatic like this was bound to happen. There you go, point of view. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, we have Kelly Gupton. These are all the Twitter responses. Um, I will be absolutely devastated if Jack dies, but if Dan has decided he's done with the show, I'd rather see Elizabeth grieve and move on than pine for Jack all the time. Right. Okay, now moving to Facebook. We have our number one fan, Amber's mom. She says, I'd just like to say that Jack has technically been gone for a year. Next time, pick an actor from Canada. 
point. I think that's a very good point. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, so Harriet Willis Thomas says, Jack and Elizabeth's story must continue. Without Jack, I'm not sure I will continue watching. Over the years, you have built their relationship. And then when they finally come together, we are expected to forget about him. Please say he's not dead. And then Maria Murasan says, the best show ever just became the worst show ever. Mm. I can't even right now. I can't even. Crying face emoji three times. Amy, uh, Amy so. Lynn Craig, can yes. you even? <laughs> I cannot even. I can't. I can't. I mean, I think the, I think the, I'm never going to watch the show again is a little bit overboard. But you, or, but even still, you can't even. I can't even. Yeah. <laughs> Say this though. Yes, my, my mom, I told my mom about all the stuff that was going on in social media with the Hardys. And she said, I didn't even think about it once during, during today. That, you know, on. your mom and I are just like the best of every. <laughs> I love your mom. <laughs> I mean, she said she couldn't believe that people, I mean, she was initially upset. She and I did talk about, I mean, we did have a discussion yesterday, last night about it. And, you know, as, as Meet the Peets was on, we were having a discussion about when calls the heart. I mean, it was kind of like, you know, we'd, we'd, during the commercial breaks, we'd pop up and say, okay, what do you think about this? And, but then it was like, we went on about our, our merry ways and, and. If I would have stayed away from social media, I wouldn't have been thinking about it probably nearly as much as I did. I'd like to pretend that I'm like all elevated and I don't let things like this bother me, but I, that it would be a false statement because at the, with the finale of How I Met Your Mother, I was so upset. It was literally one of the first videos I ever did on YouTube. I got on for like 30 minutes and just like cried and <laughs> I'll put a link if you guys want to watch but I was I was so devastated and you were that. like I will never watch how I met your mother on tv <laughs> live never. again that is a true statement I was and I still I mean to be fair it was the finale so you didn't have a choice <laughs> but even the, the reruns I was like never never again I was so mad and it, it, it made me so I I'm not going to pretend that I, and I still, like, if, if somebody brings it up, I'm like, ooh, that takes me to a dark place. So I, uh, I, I'm not going to pretend like I'm somehow, somehow better than, uh, of the fans, the stuff that I like that gets screwed over. So, um, okay. So let's read some more. All right. We have, um, Cal, Kelly Girl 5, why bring Jack back from the Northern Territories only to have him die now? Please let this be a I mean sequence. To be fair, they brought him back so they could have that wedding. Yeah. Like, obviously, that's why he came back. So they could have the wedding. The dream, a dream sequence would be so lame. Can you imagine if next episode she was, like, waking up and she's, like, and he's, like, sitting there in the bed or whatever. And she's, like, oh, I had the worst dream. (laughs) You guys do not want to see me if that happens. I'm, like, I'm tempted to record myself watching it next week in case something so stupid like that happens because i will like i would flip a table like not you have to wear the hat though you must wear the hat so then you could tear the hat off (laughs) and throw it across the room it's i mean but i don't want to damage my hat oh that's true that's true but like if they do something that stupid you guys you know you know you all know how salty i can get Ooh, i mean i'm from the great salt lake yeah. Like, I could, I had got salt. <laughs> there, it'll 
it'll be a yeah um so okay so mc richardson says if he's really gone elizabeth better be pregnant explanation point i'm sick to my stomach and then k hart 23 says i wasn't prepared that and four explanation points this took me by complete surprise i mean how could this happen to jack three crying emojis he's already been through so much and then elizabeth and him had just gotten married and then five broken hearts so um okay so she is emoji devastated um spanish kathy says i saw it coming since he has been missing almost the entire season hallmark says they hear us but if he's really gone then so am i i gave them a second chance when they got rid of jack on the good wit uh, or sorry when they got rid of jake on the good witch yeah. but with jack this is just too much if you are listening to hallmark channel don't do this to your loyal hardy's fans i don't watch hallmark to watch my favorite characters die i've got other channels for that that's just <laughs> snap I, um a couple i just want to do just read one more here this is from our <coughs> our friend malls as it's it is no surprise after being on your show that i am a when calls the heart supporter aaron krakow is the shit needless to say and without further ado i am livid capitalization first off we all watch hallmark for the same reasons feel good love stories that leave us feeling warm mushy and gooey inside we all laugh and joke. Will they end up together this time or will it be the one time they don't? All the whole while knowing, of course they will. Life was good, life made sense. And then, when calls the heart on Sunday night happened. Jack is dead? You mean to tell me that love doesn't always prevail? You mean to tell me my constant joking about a non-happy ending came true? What are you trying to do to us, Hallmark? Look, I get it. Clearly, Dan and Lissing wanted off the show. He has been absent for the entire season now. Hallmark just sent about sent about this, went about this the entirely wrong way. Don't kill him off. That's not the Hallmark way. Rather, I would have suggested this. Here we go. Extend Daniel Lissing just for this season and end the season with two episodes. First, their wedding slash honeymoon. Second, a look forward at their life together and where they end up. The happy ending we all wanted. Don't extend another season, kill Jack off, and leave the very predictable she finds out she's pregnant, it's a boy, and mom <laughs> names him Jack. <laughs> Go out in the high note. We all want Hallmark the, uh, with the happy ending. After all, this is your platform. After all, this is the reason you're a multi-million dollar empire. We come for the love. We come for the happy ending. We don't come for the death and heartbreak. It's not your audience. It's not your motive op MO, motive operation. But clearly, they missed their own memo. There you go. So, <laughs> what do you think? Do you think that there's a pretty good chance that Elizabeth is pregnant? I, I hope so. I, I really hope so. And I think, yeah, I think it would be, if, if he is dying, I think that would maybe hold some hardies off. Be like, yeah, he's gone, but we're getting a baby, so... I don't know. I, I hope she is, but that's just because I think that there should have been someone having a baby in this show a few seasons ago. <clears throat> Rosemary. But, yeah. <laughs> would, it, would it massage the grief in your heart? Yes, it would. It would, it would make me feel better. I mean, I also would like somebody else on the show to have a baby. <clears throat> Rosemary. But, you know, it would work, too. It would work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Okay, one last uh, thing. I, so this is also from Casey Southless blog, and she has quite a provocative theory. I think the writers are setting up with Carson. They are setting Elizabeth up with Carson. They have given him several arcs. He opens his heart, quotation marks, his heart to love again. He's literally the only eligible bachelor. We, we did clarify that Hickam's also bachelor, but <laughs> bachelor. Yes. they threw him a, ba a birthday party and he's not even a main character. He had more stories than the Coulters. Could there be some truth in the fact that they weren't expecting the whole Faith and Carson thing to actually like be so popular? And that that they were actually like thinking of him more as a uh, as a possible love interest for Elizabeth coming up. Uh, that and then the fact that people liked this, so many people shipped the Faith Carson thing, kind of maybe caught them off guard. Could that I don't know. Um, my mom thought Carson and Abigail were were going to be together. That was her theory. Mm hmm. So oh, your mom and I have disagreed. This is this is the worst day of my life. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the sad part about this episode is that we can't even talk about the super linger longer that uh, Abigail and uh, oh, you Gowan think we had. won't talk about this. This could be as long as we want, and we will, <laughs> we will talk about. Yeah, they they had a real good stare off. It was pretty good. But, um, I was like, are you sure you want to walk alone? Because I'm here. <laughs> and you know who I thought of? I thought of you, Amber, during that entire scene. Because you were like, oh my goodness, she's right. No, I was oh thinking, no. no. I was actually thinking, Amber is going to be so happy. I'm so, I was actually thinking, I'm so happy for Amber. That's actually what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, you were. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I wasn't necessarily opposed to that direction they were going because mm -hmm. they did it the right way i felt yeah yeah you guys right you're way. gonna need to just realize that i'm right and next week when he's not dead you oh. guys are gonna be like oh amber is gonna be mad <laughs> i can't video, wait to see your video tweet. take a video we want to see it oh but like if he is dead i'm gonna be it's so it's so backwards because if he is dead i'm gonna be like i'm so proud of you show way to go and everyone else is gonna be like devastated it's gonna be just like oh it's gonna be the worst but it'll be fun it'll be fun for everybody like i don't mind that they kill off a character i just think the way they did it was really bad i think it was just really kind of cold and uh, and didn't fit with the tone of the show at all uh, and uh, I think it was handled very badly, but um, uh, but I don't know. I don't think necessarily think that she's completely crazy here with this theory. I could I I could see it. I could see it. Um, but um, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see where they go next uh, next season. It, it would probably be one of those seasons that feels just like oh, this is a bonus season. This isn't like the real season um on a lot of shows you know like the last season of how i met your mother or the last season of once upon a time or you know some of these shows where it's like oh we weren't expecting to get renewed so we have to figure out another season <laughs> well here's a question i have universe. no sorry sorry <laughs> if they had oh my gosh could you imagine what if oh shush what if they do like a dream sequence surprise elizabeth has been dreaming all of this the whole time and jack is actually in world war one and she wakes up and like where's it's like 
Philadelphia or where I forget where. And she's like, oh, maybe I should go. And yeah, that would be the worst thing ever. No, no, no. Like, like it's like she's only been dreaming since like he went off to the war, to like the Hallmark, to the Northern Aggression gang fighting against war mongering Mounties. Like if like she's been dreaming since that fight. And he's actually oh, been in World War One. That would time. be so dumb. I can't even fathom how stupid. I that. would love it. No. Okay. So bad. <laughs> okay, this is a theory I thought of today when I should have been paying attention in class. Um, but in the in the books, because I've read the first couple One Calls the Heart books, mm-hmm. one of the books is from like the perspective of her niece, who she's named after like uh-huh. telling her aunt's story so what if they just go like total curtain like total like oh it's just her niece writing a story <laughs> like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or like this is elizabeth's like ah oh, this is the novel that i've written yeah and i'll be getting some like a they have some charlie kaufman this thing and become like all meta like inside elizabeth's head or something i i i can't I don't know. It's just, it's just a very, uh, I, like, I don't understand why they didn't just, honestly, why they didn't just recast him. I mean, this show's basically a soap opera on prime time. They do it all the time in soap operas. They do it on, on lots of shows. It would be awkward at first, but people would get used to it. Like, honestly, Daniel Listen is not like, it's not like he's, there's a million guys who look exactly like Daniel hey. Listen. Andrew Walker was the runner-up. Yeah. I'd, be all f- I'd be all for him. Uh- oh my gosh, could you imagine if they brought back Billy just for fun? <laughs> well, oh. but no, they want to bring, no, what they do is they bring back his twin brother, who's the good guy. <laughs> and then, he, now, I would be all for br- doing that, bringing him back and having him be there to support Elizabeth during this time yes. of like, I would be his oh, brother yeah. um we could just call him Andrew his brother Andrew yes who yes. is like I know my brother passed through these parts yeah and then she'd be like your brother is a cad get away you Billy and she's like no no I'm not Billy I'm my ha- his handsome brother Andrew <laughs> yes and that, I, would be, I mean yeah I would be hey and you could and you could have a really you could have a you could have a wedding at the end of next season because they did that back then yeah, yeah, especially you know. like imagine if she's like okay, let's let's just talk about Jeanette Oak killing yeah. off spouses, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody knows about when calls the heart. No, the other one, Love Comes oh, Softly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That book is just filled with widowers and widows. Yeah. So like, boom, she's prego. She's like, oh no, I need a father for my baby, and she's like, hey, Billy's twin brother, handsome Andrew, let's get hitched. And they get hitched. It'd be amazing. But she'd have to like adopt Opal, I think, in the in the uh, things because oh. uh, love comes off. You always have to adopt like an older child. Yes. They yeah. make them part of your family before yeah. getting married. <laughs> always. Well, I don't want to like spoil the When Calls the Hearts books, but the couple Elizabeth and Win. I was, think, oh yes. Yeah. They adopt a son. Yes. So. Yeah. See. I think they have like four kids, but they also adopt a son. Jeanette Oak is like, let's just adopt all them babies and let's kill all our spouses. Like, that's Jeanette Oak, you guys. 
I, I mean, can you imagine if like if they they wait five years, five seasons for, for them to get married, but Jack and then like the next season she's like already like hooking up. <laughs> you guys, but here's the thing: if anyone could just like smooth it over, it would be Andrew Walker. Oh, <laughs> yes. yes, yes, yes. Yeah, all of the parties would be like, I mean. Well, I guess. It's Andrew Walker. It's fine. Can't blame her. Could could Charles come in and like... Oh, you the same. Yeah. Yeah. The same Marcus Rosner, yes. Come in and kind of... Heal her we broken heart. Him, when we were talking to him, he was like, one day I was a good guy, one day I was a bad guy. They, they, they didn't really know where the character goes. So they could just forget the bad guy stuff and just... <laughs> you could have a whole love triangle. With Andrew and Marcus Rosner. Oh my goodness, I wouldn't even know who to pick. Um, well, I would probably pick Charles. Poor little guy. Oh, no. Is Elizabeth just going to become a Charles. serial dater next season? <laughs> and then in the end, you know who wins? Hickam. <laughs> yes. Yes. Be, yes. Yes. That could be rather yeah. interesting. Yeah. Okay, but I do have um, a real thing I want to talk about. Does anyone know what Ed Yost's like relationship status is? No, he he, he is he is not married. I do know that. Okay, he, he has a daughter. Was, was I the only one feeling it between Yost and Florence? Ooh, I like that. <laughs> I like that. Ooh, I really like that. I mean, because like the entire episode, like Flo-Yo, which is what I'm gonna call it. Um. <laughs> They were just like, she was just everywhere where Yost was. Yeah. Am I right? Like, hashtag Team Flo-Yo. Hey, I think, you, I think you need to tweet that out. Because, yep. and then when they were like, just chatting with each other, and they're like, oh, let's go get love cake together, even though it's bad. Like, you guys, Flo-Yo is real. You, you were the screenwriter. You were given this very difficult task of we've got to make the Hardys happy going forward if he's dead. What would you do? First of all, I would stop the people from t acting like it has been an actual, like, terror event tragedy, mass murder, mass death, like, knock it off. I'd be like, yo, everybody, chill your roll on Twitter. Stop crying on interstitials. Like, everyone's alive. Like, first of all, I'd be like, knock that shenanigans out. Because that's really what's, like, I think the big problem. You, I mean, you handled it poorly when people are like, oh my gosh, did Daniel Lissing die? Like, when people are concerned that the actor is dead, you have gone too far. Yeah. People, <laughs> yeah, yeah, agree. Like, for real. Like, uh, you, you guys need to um, stop, stop with the drama. Like, I know it's drama. Well, and, but like, but I, I can hardly, like, the, the production team hasn't helped with any of that either, though, with all of their, like, uh grief videos and stuff and it's like i find that whole thing to be honest to be kind of patronizing uh, i feel like it's like and this is probably going to be terrible but i feel like it's disrespectful to like actual tragedies yeah like i mean we just we just came off of humboldt strong and they're doing hardy strong and i'm like that is really disrespectful of like an actually seriously tragic thing. Yeah. Like, I feel like, I mean, 
they should have definitely, at the very least, rethought the hashtag. Yeah. Word, what I hope to see happen in the show. I actually don't want to see her pregnant because I want to see her to be able to just move on. And, like, she can be sad and stuff, but if she has the baby, she will always be, you know, tied to Jack, which, like, of course is, like, a nice thing in the abstract, but then we're just going to have to deal with her being maudlin about it for the rest of our lives, which Mm -hmm. I don't want to deal with. I mean, they've already dragged out their relationship for five years. I don't want them to drag out his ghost for another 20. Um, So, which is rude and heartless of me, but whatever. And then... So what I would like is for her to just be this, like, stoic, tough widow who dedicates her time to writing her books. Boom. So you that would bring, be shocking. So you wouldn't necessarily bring a love interest in for her? No, and then I would start focusing more on Hickam, and <laughs> then the show would slowly evolve into being When Calls the Hickam, <laughs> and I would be fine with that. It would be the best day of my whole life. Probably have her get pregnant, uh, be, have a baby. I don't know, there's just something about it that seems poetic and seems in keeping. It just I, seems like the obvious choice. Yeah, but I don't know, it just, it has that that tone. It fits the tone of the show. It has that poetic feel to the show that I think was missing in this, like, thud that they dropped. And, uh, and so, I don't know, I, I feel like uh, it would be, especially because Elizabeth is so focused on children and stuff, it just makes this, makes sense to me for her character to end up as this, like, you know, mother character with little Jack and, uh, and, uh, and probably adopting Opal or something like that. <laughs> I would be, in fact, I feel like it would be weird for her and Carson to get together just because I don't feel like they have that kind of chemistry. I mean, have, I, I, have Carson and Elizabeth ever spoken by themselves? I don't think so. No. no. The only time I can think of is, doesn't she, isn't she the one that goes and gets him when he's leaving town? And doesn't want to do the surgery on Cody. I mean, but that, I don't know. But does that count? Like, hey, come save a child's life. (laughs) Google eyes. That does not count. (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, do we want to talk about anything else in the episode real quick? Or are we done? Well, I do want to talk about um, all y'alls have been wrong about Henry Gowan since the beginning of time, and I hope you guys realize that this episode proves who's right. The end, it's me. <laughs> it was a pretty good moment for, for Henry, wasn't it? You guys were so fooled, and I knew the whole time he was doing some shenanigans. <laughs> Raise your hand if you thought that he was really going to steal from Lee. Oh, no, no. Uh-uh. I knew yeah. he wasn't going to. Oh, darn it. I thought you guys were fooled. No, seriously. The thing is, I was cautious. I wanted him to be redeemed this season. I honestly did. I was not anti-Gowan. I've not been, like, totally against him. I love him in the show, but I just not want him to fool me or for just knowing, but based on past experience, you start to connect with the character and all of a sudden they turn out bad it's like i didn't want that to happen to him and so i was very happy i've been happy i've been watching very carefully and i was worried he was going to go off with uh with eleanor but uh i think that 
Rosemary was right. Rose, see, yeah, see you and Rosemary. See you and Rosemary are always right. There you go. <laughs> because is this why I identify with Rosemary so much? Because she's That's always right. right. Yep. Watch out for So no, I think it was great. I loved the fact that. Um, I love the fact that he and Bill joined forces. I thought that was great. You guys, so I do yeah. want to say that I am so mad we were robbed of watching Bill being a jerk to him when he came and brought that information. Because you know for a fact, Henry went up to him and he was like, she came up to me, she told me to steal these files from his office, and he was like, oh yeah, sure, what you are. Yeah. Like, Bill always is to Henry. Like, ooh, you just know he was. I'm so... Like, Bill's role in this episode, especially this episode, was just to be irritated with everyone. And just to be annoyed. <clears throat> he was irritated with Rosemary. He was irritated with Abigail. He was irritated with, with Gallen. He was just irritated about it. He was oh, even God. irritated... He was even irritated with Carson for fixing the cell door. And it's like, he's doing you a favor. He's fixing the door. Like, he's a doctor. Why is he fixing the cell door? Because um, he's a door doctor. <laughs> Wait, he's a lock doctor. A locker. Well, okay, but think about it. Bill's woman is gone, okay? So he's... Yeah. Well, I, 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 I would, if, if it weren't Hallmarkies, I'd probably say it differently. But he's frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I would say? Yeah. <laughs> yes. All he wants to do is just make some family. Yep. And <laughs> he wants AJ Foster there. He wants her tonight. If, 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 if Bill is irritating when his, uh, when his, <laughs> he wants to make family, then he's wanting to make family a lot. Yeah, okay, he's exactly. irritated all along. Can you guys can you guys get on board with me that Bill is just over the top ridiculously rude to Henry? <laughs> can we just get on board with that? No, I think I think that relationship's gonna change. I mean, I I, I don't know because I don't like I stand by the fact that yes, of course Henry was gonna get uh, Gowan was gonna get redemption this season. We saw that. But I still don't think he's that well-written of a character. I still think he has been, like, you get so annoyed at how Abigail is just always good all the time. I think that for most of the episodes, Henry's been the same way. And that's not interesting to me, but just in reverse. That's not interesting to me. And I, I, think, that, I think that you have this sort of narrative that the show hasn't provided, that you, have Amber, have provided in your own head Rachel, you don't watch people in the background. You don't know what they're doing. You've never even seen background characters. <laughs> this is true. But most of the time, he does not, he's not a nuanced character. He's not somebody that's interesting to me because he's so predictable. No, but he is nuanced because you see him Aww. fight with his things, his yeah. better instincts no, and his so worse instincts, yeah. and he yeah. always gives in to them because he doesn't feel like he deserves anything good. Well, everything in this arc was so predictable, and I, 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 uh, I don't think that I, I don't think that he is any more interesting than Abigail. So you feel like? Wait, I'm confused because you're like he always chooses the wrong choice. Mm -hmm. And he now definitively did choose the right choice. And you're like, oh, well, he's the worst. Because they're building this, this redemption arc. So you have really to build an arc. You can't just pop it out of nowhere. 
It wouldn't make narrative sense. Very, very predictable. Are you girls that are here other than How you, Amy? How do you feel about Gowan? Strongly as you do. Um, <laughs> wait, are uh, you again? I just, I think that the character that Amber has written is an interesting character. I think the character that the show is given isn't interesting. <laughs> Rachel, it's there. You just have to pay attention. Well, I think we, we basically covered it all. And I really appreciate you guys coming and hashing this out. And, and, uh, and uh, look, we didn't need any tissues. There was little weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth, which is always good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we want to hear your comments. We want to hear what you think about, uh, about this episode, about what happened with Jack. Uh, what do you think? Do you do you think Elizabeth's going to be pregnant? Uh, where do you think the show is going to go? Where would you, if you had the writer's pen, what would you do? Let us know. And uh, we have nothing this weekend on Hallmark Channel. Mm. So aside from One Calls the Heart, but no movies. So that's very sad. That's more upsetting. Than, <laughs> that's the most upsetting thing of all. No movies this weekend. Uh, yeah, we don't have anything until uh, we have... Uh, the uh, the beach house at the end of April because yep. yep. Hallmark Channel just doesn't like April and May. <laughs> I I personally think they should do a baby shower section in this time period, like spring babies. I think that would be a good little like section. What do you? Yeah, think? that would be oh, amazing. Like a little, oh oh, like, like an expectant yeah. mother's. Season, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be like because it's spring and babies and flowers. They could do three movies where like the sister's pregnant and she <laughs> met a boy at the baby shower or something. I don't know. I think that I honestly think that's a good idea, and I would say that um, it would be a good idea. Um, you know, if if Amy, if you want, you should you should tweet Hallmark about that. Yeah, you Amy, really tweet it. We'll retweet you. <laughs> yeah, because they are expanding, and I'm sure that they're always looking for ideas, mm -hmm. and they do listen to the fans. I'm not saying that they always do it perfectly, uh, but they do listen to the fans. Yeah. But, like, and this could be a good fit for when they have, like, oh, I'm an aunt, and suddenly I have to watch a baby, or, like, mm -hmm. oh, I'm an uncle, and suddenly I have to take care of my friend's baby, or, right. like... Mm -hmm. That would be a good fit for those too, and you know yeah. that's a fun trope. Yeah, the, like the unexpected mother. Yeah, yeah, it could be like a three weeks, three kids kind of story. Yeah, those story. kinds of things. But my, babies, because babies are cute. Yeah. yeah. My sister just had a baby. I just became an aunt again a few weeks ago, and Aww. I had to spend the weekend with my three-year-old nephew. And I was like in the supermarket, like, oh, like a cute guy could. <laughs> That could be a Hallmark movie. You know, like, my like imagine, like, a little cute Amy is wandering around with her new baby three-year-old, and, like, she gets distracted because she's not used to it, and the kid wanders off, and, like, the guy finds the baby. Yes. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm there. Oh, that. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, oh, my gosh. I solved it. Okay. And so they're watching this, like, three-year-old. They get their head stuck in the stair banister as kids are wont to do. So she has to call like a fireman guy to come and like help get the kid's head out. Fireman in love. Nailed it. Well done, well, me. Well done. There's there's your whole fireman story. 
there's got to be a fireman in every Hallmark movie that I pitch because, oh, what's the point if there's not? <laughs> when is the firehouse going to come to Hope Valley? Just wondering. <laughs> yeah, uh, when did that start? I mean, if there had been a firehouse in Hope Valley, guess who wouldn't have been in danger of dying? Opal. Right. <laughs> right. True. I mean, it is a good thing that at least Jack was around to save Opal. True. I mean, that would have been a real, then I would have been really upset. Yeah. If something had happened to Opal. Rachel, if you had to choose between Jack being alive or Opal being alive, who would you pick? <laughs> I mean, I love Opal. I would pick Opal. Opal's my favorite. I- who wouldn't pick Opal? Like, what heartless monster would be like, I hope Opal dies? <laughs> It's just the easiest choice. That is so bad. <laughs> now, now we're playing lifeboat. Now it's like, okay, who would you throw out of the lifeboat? Yeah, so like, let's just say this to the Hardys. Like, if you're sad, just think, at least it was an opal. <laughs> yeah, that would be, I mean, come on. I mean, the girl was imperiled several times this season. Remember when she was poisoned? <laughs> yeah so there you go who knows so nothing this weekend on hallmark channel so this week on the podcast we are having a regular episode podcast we are having a psych episode where we are talking with my brother my little brother all about show psych so it should be pretty fun and uh and then we have next week is all good witch good witch good witch and so we can forget about this painful experience of one calls the heart and dive into Middleton and the, the fun of the Good Witch. And we have on Monday an interview with Catherine Disher that is going to post and you all are going to love it. It's so fun. And, uh, and then we're going to talk about with our friend Georgia Speaks next week all about the Good Witch. So it's going to be super fun. And uh, so, yeah, uh, it, it, it's, uh, it, it was quite quite the night to be a hallmarky last night quite the night to be live tweeting and uh so there you go thank you so much you guys for joining us talk talk this out i hope that you had a little bit of fun we had fun uh, but um uh, amber where can people find you as always i'm at amber brainwaves on twitter and that's it awesome and ruth what about you uh my website is mydevotionalthoughts.net and just to let people know there is an interview coming up with uh, Pascal Hutton and so you will want to read that there is a recent interview that I did with Aaron Krakow that is posted that like is like it's crashing my website because people are going (laughs) to read it and so um and I've got an interview that's coming up with the uh, two actors that um play uh robert and cody so that'll be also posted this week and so yes my so my website again mydevotionalthoughts.net and then you can find me on facebook my devotional thoughts there's a web page a facebook page and then um ruth hill 74 on twitter and instagram awesome i'll have that all in the description section so amy what about you how do people find you on Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr, I'm It's Amy Craig. And then on YouTube, I'm youtube.com slash weekendallstars. And next Sunday night, when the last episode of One Call to Heart happens, I'm going to be doing a video that will go up the next day about my thoughts and my immediate reactions. So, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> 
Awesome. And you guys definitely want to subscribe to her YouTube channel. It's so fun. I love it. And uh, so if you want to follow me, I'm at Rachel's Reviews on iTunes and on YouTube. And I have a bunch of fun podcasts coming. My friend Christine and I got together last week and we talked all about You've Got Mail. So you know that's one you're going to want to listen to if you followed this podcast. And it was really fun. And also my friend Conrado and I did a box office predictions for the summer one in uh on saturday and that was really fun so lots of fun stuff going on uh, all around plenty of entertainment even if hallmark fails to give us entertainment this weekend in movie form so thanks so much you guys we really appreciate it and uh we will uh, we'll talk to you all uh, we'll talk to you all again soon bye bye, bye everybody bye, bye. bye.